Hello, everyone. Welcome on in to Black Girl Brunch. I'm Iman. And I'm Cypria. And this is episode 62. Let's clap those cheeks. <laughs> oh, my God. What? I was going to say, it's episode 62. What it do? And you told me, I thought that was clever, and then you fucked it up. How long were you planning to say that? I wasn't. That was a printed game. Okay, well, it's episode 62. <laughs> what it do? Let's clap those cheeks. Let's get into it. How was your week? Speaking of cheeks being clapped, how was your week? Oh, you tell it on yourself. Yes. <laughs> how was your week? Um, my week was very um, feisty. I've, I I got to, people, oh my gosh, I got to, um, I feel like I'm on a reality TV show. <laughs> Um, and I have to, um, I'm the, I came in the house being a sweet girl. Now I got You're not be here to be America's Next Top Model. That's, that's all I'm going to say. I mean, you're not that. here to be friends. You're here to be America's Next Top Model. Exactly. And that's all I'm going to say about what I'm going to say. <laughs> that's just where you stand that is about everything. I'm not here period. to be friends. I'm here to be America's Next Top Model. Period. <laughs> Oh my god! But it was it's, it's it's been good. It's been pretty good. I've been um, turning that frown upside down. Okay, good to hear. Um, I'm feeling so much better. So I've been having a my like I was having this crazy as migraine, and it was to the point where it was driving me fucking crazy. Like so, when I get migraine or anxiety or anything, my left eye be like jumping, and I literally no one was gonna tell me that I didn't have a tumor. Like no one was gonna tell me I didn't have a tumor. No, I know. I so had to hear I it. was like freaking out. I went to the doctor. I went to like two. T- I went to doctors like two times, and everyone was like, you know, a little, you know, fluid in your ear, like from air infection, but like you should be fine. And finally, I tried mm-hmm. something called a CBD oil mm-hmm. um, for anxiety. It's like a hemp based oil, but it's like minimal. Like it's no THC. You have- do yeah. you have it with THC in it though? No, I have. With no THC? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. mine is like minimal, like traces of it. Like you would never, you would have to drink 12,000 bottles of this to get any type of high or oh, anything. Oh, what's up with it? Yeah, so, <laughs> tell them what's up with it. But that had that helped me almost instantly. I felt like a dickhead. I'm like, yo, I spent all this time, I, I got medical bills, not that they that much, but I got all these fucking co-pays when I could have just bought this little $20 bottle of oil. Like, are you kidding me? I do have to take a drug test tomorrow, but I Googled it fiercely and it doesn't it doesn't affect it at all. Even though I haven't taken it today because just to be safe because yeah. it's tomorrow. But um, so, yeah, if anybody out there is like struggling and because anxiety can really make you feel like you're sick, like mm-hmm. physically pain, like in pain, like my neck, my back, my eyes. Yeah, and I think I'm going to try it. Everything was hurting. And I tried it and I tried it on Saturday just on a whim because someone else said they did. I thought it was some hippy dippy bullshit, but it really did work for me. So $20 is a lot cheaper from an, than an emergency room copay. Mm-hmm. So. That really helped me. If um, I'll if if you want the name, just ask me on like Twitter or something because I I think it's like CBD plus. But and I if forgot. you're not the feds, if you it's feds, legal. If you the feds, fuck you. It's but it's, it's legal, but, so it's like no. It's, it's still, but I mean, still, still fuck the feds, but it is legal. Um, but this is why they should make. This is why they should make uh we uh legal because like I'm like these this fucking healing properties so. Oh. It's so true because, like, there was um, inflammation, all that stuff. Like, I was like, my neck was hurting, my eye socket was hurting, everything. Not to sound like a um, a straight, a cis straight white man, but 
Um, I watch a lot of Vice stuff. Wow. And um, on, and like they have like a lot of stuff talking about weed. And like there was this family who like they their son was just like so sick and like they. The only thing that worked for him was like marijuana. I can't believe that. And shit. you saw it too. No, but I oh, but yeah, it. The, he had it, and then like I think where they lived, it was considered like child abuse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then they had to move somewhere else, and then That's they lost their job. Then they lost their jobs because they had to move somewhere else, and then it just was like a whole all thing. for their kid. And then the they was like, um, I forgot something happened where like the kid they had, like stopped the kid had to stop taking it, and then. He was just getting sicker, and I'm like, "Yo, y'all want these? Y'all want these crazy ass? Like, y'all want to pump people with these crazy ass drugs? Because like, I don't like like whenever I like forget to take my medicine or whatever. Like, it could be for like two or three days. I start feeling like really crazy, and like my I get instant headaches, Same. and that's me. That's me withdrawing from oh, my you're medicine. Oh, you talking about from the medicine you have to take yeah. consistently? Okay. Yeah, I, I start getting withdrawals from it because, like, my body is, like, dependent on it. And, like, I don't like that. I yeah. Don't, I'd so much rather use CBD oil Yeah, and then my else. doctors, they prescribed me something, and it didn't do shit for me. Like, it, it really didn't. It's called Reglan. It made, first it made me tired. Then it kept me up, and it didn't do shit for me. I still had the pain. They were like, you can mix it with ibuprofen. I'm, I'm going to be constipated as fuck taking all these pills. Yeah. Took the oil. I'm and good I, to go. I, so I always think something gonna happen to my liver too, taking a bunch of pills. Exactly. Like I'm really gonna see if I can get some uh legal weed for my anxiety. You know, I mean I'm gonna get weed regardless if I really need it, but it'd be so <laughs> decent if you could just smoke it and not worry about like drug testing and all that Seriously. other stuff. Okay. So this week since we spent so much time talking about CBD oil, we're gonna just hurry up and talk about our fave four moments from the summer. So, here's my favorite things from summer. This was so hard, by the way. Yeah, it was very hard because I felt like the summer... And we kept on mixing up with spring. With spring was... Our spring was lit. The spring really was lit. But I didn't realize how fun our spring was. I know. Until we sat down and had to do this. <laughs> so, my first thing is, I got an Apple Watch. That was my favorite <laughs> Gosh, I'm millennials. Because I was really saving up for it, and my dad surprised me. Yeah, you loved me. that. Surprised me, and I love it, and I love looking at my activity, how much I walk at work. Like, I just love it. I really do. You really do love that watch. <laughs> I'm really getting my money's worth. It was not a waste like my iPad. but um, <laughs> Yeah, mine too. I just be playing games on it. It's that so iPad. fun playing games on I just take it when I travel. Like, when I was the whole time, I, I need to watch Grey's Anatomy on the go. <laughs> so. But you got the one with the... The um, mobile that I, it only I oh feel the like, data yeah yeah if you get an iPad I'm get afraid one with I'll data. ever get stranded that's why I got it with data yeah that's what that's next time I get one I'm getting data on it another one um also a picnic surprise so oh, yeah. my friend um Peter we always fucking talk about Peter um he was in I don't know that motherfucker traveled so fucking much <laughs> he was somewhere that was not America. And I thought that he, we all thought he was there, but he snuck somehow. <laughs> Eric is trying to open up the door and my wig is on it. She hung her wig on his doorknob and he's just looking like, hey, how do I get out of Listen, here? Listen, it had to come off. I had to be comfortable. You need a hook for it. And that was a doorknob. Yeah. Next time, Eric, just make, please make me a hook for my <laughs> a wig. A wig hook. <laughs> but anyway, um, we thought, I, I thought, everybody thought, even his best friend Ryan thought, 
that he was somewhere in that was in America. And this motherfucker pops up tan as fuck. It was like, y'all thought y'all was going to have a picnic without me? I was fucking shook to my fucking core. <laughs> this bitch was hiding in the fucking closet, being dramatic. There were so many places to hide in Elena's apartment. But this motherfucker chose to hide in the hot-ass fucking closet. Like a bad bitch. <laughs> And that was very fun because, like, imagine you thinking your friend is, like... And I was texting him, too. I had on myself. I, he, I was texting him. And he was asking me stuff. And the creepy thing is I was in Elena's apartment the whole time he was in there. <laughs> no, that's... He was committed. And me and her was just He was talking. committed to surprising you. Yeah, we was talking. And I was like, oh, like, Peter just texted me. And she just looked at me. But she knew. And she kept a straight face. That shit was wild. <laughs> yeah, she's crazy, too. Yeah. Um, also, new job. I got a new job. Um, I um, really I liked my old job. I also didn't like it. Um, I, I'm going to miss working with kids just a little bit. But um, they, when I tell you, they pay teachers in fucking pennies. Mm. They pay teachers in fucking pennies to deal with a lot of shit. I was a fucking therapist. I was a, a visual artist teacher, a fucking theater teacher, a fucking coach. Yeah. A fucking, I was just a lot of things. Disciplinarian. And disciplinarian, but I couldn't discipline too much because my contract. It was just a lot. And um, I finally got out of that, and I'm doing something where I'm moving around. I'm so much... Ha- I'm More energetic. Yeah, I'm very happy when I'm moving around. I love just staying active. Um, also, another thing, I stopped being afraid to take chances. Mm. Because I'm like, I'm young still, and it's like, I don't care. Like, if I'm going to do something, like, because I was freaking out, like, last week about, like, my job, thinking, oh, maybe, because I got hired at two places, and I'm like, maybe I picked the wrong one. Um but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stick this out and say, you know, knock on wood, if something happens, you know, just stay there until I find something else because something eventually will come up, just like it did for me. Because I worked hard to get another job. I was working my ass off to get another job. I even got in trouble because I was applying to jobs at my other job. <laughs> I used to be on my phone. Like, <laughs> soon as I fucking clocked in. But anyway, it was fucking worth it because I got another job. But anyway, yep, those are my favorite things about the okay. summer. Okay, good summer, good summer. Okay, so first up for me was um Boston. Uh, Boston was really, really fun. Shout out to uh, my cousin Kiki and my sister Lacey. Uh, they went with me for my birthday. I never went to Boston before. The city was just, like, really cool. And But my favorite part about the trip is that I got a chance to learn the true difference between Good liquor and cheap liquor, okay? <laughs> and I am not going back to cheap liquor because once I feel like, once I went to those uh, distil- distillers and I saw what they, you know, that one drink could truly get you fucked up in a way where you don't feel like throwing up, I'm like, oh, uh-uh, it's, it's grown-up time. <laughs> this is why I be getting so sick drinking y'all little nasty-ass punches because y'all be using $11 vodka. Like, it's worth it to splurge on your liquor when you do indulge because then you won't get sick. Terrible thing to learn this summer, but I like, I, I went went somewhere and I had some NJ and I'm like fuck I need seven of these bitches to get me on like 
But also, like, it make you want to uh, drink in, like, moderation, too, because you're like, oh, this is a treat. Ex- give me give me one really, really good drink. And also, I learned that a lot of y'all little vodkas be having acetone in it. Yes, the same thing in your nail polish. Ew. They have just the legal amount. So when you feel sick, it's because you're drinking trace amounts of, um, <gasps> you know, nail polish mover. So that little, like, su- super cheap vodka, that's why it's cheap, because they, they put in as much shit as they can legally put in. So you want when you don't get sick from drinking good liquor, it's because they have dis- put it through a system so many times where the acetone is taken out, taken out, taken out. So I'm happy I learned that because my stomach is trash and I need to protect it. We we have distillers here in Philly, mm-hmm. right? Oh, uh, well, I don't know if we have distillers. I think we have a lot more beer, beer than liquor. Yeah. And you know I like my liquor and my wine. So, But that's <laughs> that was really, really fun. Wow, um, I, I learned did a lot. I not know that. Hmm. That's disgusting. Yep. Um, second is Sean's surprise party. It was um earlier. Yes. Oh, my God. That was such a good memory. It wasn't even my birthday, but I had so much fun surprising him. It was a fun day. We had vegan cupcakes. Noelle gave us a performance of a lifetime <laughs> to Broken Clock. She, like, did some type of dance. Noelle is, like, how old again? She's six. So, yeah, Noelle is six years old, and she gave us a crazy performance. <laughs> the cats the cats were there. Rel was slow slow grinding. Shanae was cracking the fuck up. It was an argument. We made up. It was so fun. It was, it was so fun. fun. You can count that that summer? It was in June. Oh, yeah. Why am I thinking it was the end of May? Yeah, it was in June. Mm-hmm. It was summer. Yeah, you was trying to clock me. You was like, that summer? No, I was saying, I was like, damn, why didn't I think of that? That yeah. was so fun. That Because it was at the beginning of the summer. So it probably is kind of like Because all my stuff was like at the end of the summer. But yes. Um, that was so fun. Also, my cousin's proposal. Again, just like one of the highlights of my whole entire year, my cousin went through so much. Like, mm-hmm. he lost his mom and his dad in the same week. That was my aunt and my uncle, same week. So our family had, had like, a really, really rough 2018. But in the face of it all, I feel like everybody has been trying to do their best. Mm-hmm. And that was something that his parents would have wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. And it's something that is meant to be. So just being a part of that, that was the first time I ever saw someone propose in person. So it was I've just, it was it. a big, it was a big thing for me. And it's been a, a lot of firsts for me, a lot of first weddings, a lot of proposals, a lot of all this stuff. And it just makes me more excited about those moments. Like with my friends, like, I can't wait till one of my really, really close friends gets pregnant for the first time. Like it's gonna be so lit. <laughs> That's that, um, speaking of seeing not seeing proposals, my when it Rel proposed to Sean, my dumb ass was late. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I missed it. And when I came in the house, everybody's face was wet. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> I was like, hey y'all, what's going on? You but like, all right, let me put this Mac in the oven. <laughs> But I'm kind of glad I missed it because I cannot hear. I'm, I get too emotional. I yeah. would have never recovered. I would have been still crying to this day. <laughs> I cannot handle that. Oh, so. my God. Um, finally is um, I feel like I made, I found a good relationship with un- controlling my anxiety and my expectations this summer. This summer is I think that my anxiety went up way higher than I thought it could mm-hmm. ever go. For my whole life dealing with this, it has been just nervousness that was almost funny. But this was the first time where I realized, no, I'd rather be sleep than awake because I don't want to deal with this. And I'm like, that's dangerous. Yeah. This is the first time I realized, no, I might need to go to therapy myself. Mm-hmm. I talk about other people going to therapy. I might need therapy. I talk about other people being okay with medicine. 
I might need medicine. I need to really, really get this under control because I, I, it's just, it got so bad that I didn't give a fuck about stigma. My parents are still as misinformed as they were years ago, but I was feeling so bad. I'm like, I don't care what y'all niggas say because when I'm feeling bad, y'all can't help me. Exactly. So, I'm so that's why I'm going to get myself together because I have been kind of weird about feeling like I was just being a little dramatic. But this year, I'm like, no, no, no. I need, I get too excited. I get too stressed and sick about things that are just out of my control. Out of my control completely. So, oh, I'm so happy and more at peace that I'm actually taking steps. Like, I canceled one of my gym memberships. I'm like, all right, yoga. I don't need to be going, doing, I need to switch up everything. I need to switch up my classes. I need to switch up how I move. I need to start handling things that are bothering me. Because once it starts causing you physical pain, that's just the first step that it could be doing things on the inside. Like raising your blood pressure Mm -hmm. and just fucking with your health, which is not good. Mental health is health. Yes. So there's that. Um, okay, let's move on into toast for a sis. This week we're toasting to an extra little sis, ba- <laughs> baby Junie, Tiana Taylor's baby, because mama is on tour, okay? Everybody thinks that this is Tiana Taylor's tour. This is Junie's tour. Is she not shy? All those people? First of all, my palms be so. I told you about my anxiety. This little girl walked with her little headphones on, took the mic from her mom, and started singing, never could have made it. Yeah, that's like, wow. What kills me is how amused Tiana Taylor is. I could tell she can't, like, she's like, I can't, or I can't instruct her to do this. <laughs> she just like, she her really own. got a mind of her own. <laughs> like, I'm just. She's so freaking cute. She's so beautiful. She's like a little gummy bear. <laughs> she and her hair, like, oh, so cute. I can't wait to see what else she's going to do next. I just hope <laughs> her and just, like, Blue Ivy, and they just. They just kick it. They just become like. Just oh. kick it. Oh, wait. Who was singing that one? Monica Daughter. Oh, yeah. Monica Daughter, Tiny Daughter, <laughs> Eris. Uh, I feel oh, like I want to say so Northwest, cute. but North. Is, <laughs> North ain't with that singing shit. <laughs> she with nice. that chill shit. She be dressing. She like to mind her business. <laughs> I feel like North get migraines from all that singing shit. Yeah, I feel like she is a habitual chiller. Yeah. And I get it. Like, I really trust and believe I get it. I feel it. like when the noise is up, like, she like, uh-uh. Yeah, that's why she don't fuck with Saint like that. Like, she like, he too loud. He too. Yeah. All of their kids look like they chill. North, Chicago. Saint look like he get rowdy. <laughs> she like he get a little, a little loud sometimes. But he look like he do it to spite. Um, oh, North. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. So, Insecure. <sighs> okay, you so read like this episode like that. This was one of my favorite episodes. Why? I just, I think, I don't like stuff with drugs typically because it gives me, again, anxiety. But uh, this week, I thought it was funny because two of my favorite, <laughs> three of my favorite characters <laughs> just shined this week. First character being the guy, what's his name? Fuck. The one that was like, uh, was he a crip? He blood does. He said everything would be. <laughs> um, when the blood got in the back of uh, uh, I call her Lisa, Lisa's Uber. I mean, Lyft, and was like, um, "Take me to Brinshaw Mall." <laughs> that fucked me up. He was one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he's so funny. Second, Kelly was like on another level of funny this like this week. Kelly is fucking hilarious <laughs> when she got tased. <laughs> All for Beyonce. Oh, I get that. That is a, that is a fucking <laughs> mood. And also the fact that before she got 
tased, she tried to take the fuck off, but she was really gonna make. Yeah, she was like, fuck it. She said, you know what? Fuck it. And she ran. She got about six. She got about four good steps. The in. thing that fucked me up is that they let her go. They let let, let her, her think she was going somewhere. But also, that's how drugs fuck you up. Where you would be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going back to this concert. I'm gonna run back. That makes me so mad. Like, she really started the fight. She really started. Yo, she was beating the shit out that girl, too. Hilarious. I'm sorry. And especially funny when she came up for Hob, like, yo, I thought I got tased. And they was looking at her like, sis, you did get tased. <laughs> that was funny. And third favorite character, <laughs> Lawrence. He's long neck, you long don't neck like, daddy is bad. You don't even like long Lawrence. You like Jay Ellis. Long neck, daddy <laughs> Yvonne, back. clear your mind. You like Jay Ellis, not Lawrence. I like they the same person. No, they're how not. How they different? Because one is a character, one is a real how person. How are they different personality-wise? Okay. They're way different because, first of all, he not a fucking couch surfer. Well, neither. Who, who he might have been at one point in his life and changed just Maybe. like Lawrence. Oh my gosh! You really? I, it's no. You sound like you sound like a Barb. <laughs> Lawrence ain't do nothing wrong. That's why I like anyway, him. Anyway, he his, fucked up a little bit. He was lazy. Is so that is so triggering to me. Long neck daddy is bad. Anyway, I feel like <laughs> they lied to us, and that was useless. This episode annoyed. The, <laughs> you said it was useless. It was and. This episode annoyed the fuck out of me because, first of all, why would y'all invite y'all pregnant-ass friends there we go. to Coachella? Because everybody... First of all, when I think of Coachella, I think of drugs. White, I think of white, skinny teenagers on drugs that's why i am not going unless i'm in vip i'm not going i'm not going to be around you fucking Nicki minaj roids roaches (laughs) i'm not going unless i can look to the left and see blue ivy and look to the right exactly i am not going to be with the common folk because i do not want to be around y'all you know only going vip first of all i can barely survive this flavor zombie oh my god general admissions concert i know when i realized i'm like i fucked up i should have just got the fucking vip it was only a hundred dollars i'm still Tasting that nigga sweat that like slapped his hair in my face ruined me. That's like the after that concert, I said to Iman, I said, next thing, wherever we go, we get VIP. And if we can't get VIP, we're not going. going. Exactly. (laughs) We can't go. Exactly. Because um, when hopefully you know when Ariana Grande release these tour dates, we get VIP. Next thing we see, whatever, we gonna get VIP. And if we, uh, I'm gonna keep my black ass right here and be like, we are not gonna be with the. We we too old for that shit. And to just, I, I don't like to be touched. I don't uh, like it. But yeah, that's why I'm like, why would y'all invite her to this they fucked up drug there. fest and then like trying to make her be like, come on. And then be like, no, don't go to sleep. First of all, I be sleepy carrying my own fat ass around. Imagine <laughs> carrying a <laughs> human in the sun. I, in a fucking hot ass sun. She was, I know she was tired. It's like, no, don't you lay down. Let you gonna have some fun. Yeah, I felt like that was really immature on their part. Like, give her, trying to give her rose, trying to tell her about like, you know, she letting her eat a weed brownie, having her on that sun, being sober and making her the responsible one. And she was upset the next day. And I have never sided with Tiffany, but that's the first time where I'm like, that's I'm like, right. Oh, she re- because, she's really real. Yeah, because like you when you grow up, you expect your friends to grow up a little bit too. And I think they still want the good times to roll. And she realized I'm like, I can't be a mom and doing this shit with y'all. Like I really, really can't. No. Like, and then <laughs> Issa said something like, fuck that baby. No, 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 not oh, the baby, yeah. just you. And I'm like, 
that's not how it go at this point. So I'm interested to see where that go. But I really predict Tiffany just being like, fuck y'all, man. I'm going to go ch- chill with my husband and my baby because our husband cool as shit. Because like, that's how I would be. Because I'm like, I would not want to be around you. This is no. pissing on herself. Molly on a Losing fl- her jacket. Who fucking knew that if you sat down while you did Molly, you would pass out? Didn't know I ain't doing Molly because I like to sit down. Same. Uh-uh. I'm a sitting down ass bitch. Me too. Especially my- when I'm high. I got to fucking sit down. When I'm at a concert or something like that and you wait uh-uh I gotta sit down and maybe passing out was the best thing for me <laughs> I did not know that Mm-mm. but yeah, and Nate is fine as fuck he is <sighs> and you know it's gonna get fucked up you no. know it's gonna get it's gonna I get know fucked it is. up I know it is and I'm but just oh, over I don't even wanna right. watch it I don't wanna watch it go down the drain TMI but like every time I don't know it's just Issa is sexy to me and yeah. then and when she have a sex scene with somebody I'm like I, it's realistic it is and I'm like I cannot watch this I'm like it's just I'm too gay to function. <laughs> no, I just like I know people like I don't know. I feel like I'm the only one to see her as crazy sexy. Like when she I like that, too. but when she is like like being sexual, I'm like wow, she is sexy as no. Fuck. I I think so. And you know what it is? I think I watch so many sex scenes. Not on purpose. Like, I don't specifically <laughs> hunt the sex scene out. But, like, in shows, it'd be sex scenes. Or in movies. In movies. I'd be watching them. And I really love a realistic-ass sex scene. Yeah. I like a sex scene where people aren't, like, you know, got stars in their eyes. And that Issa shit always real. Like It she, is always it's real. It's always so real. Like, even with the, him, like, rubbing her arms like that, I might see. I that's get what gets it. me. That's, like, what gets me. People, like, biting their lips and shit. I'm like, well, you good? Like, but, like, you know. The little pieces of subtle <laughs> intimacy will get that will have a bitch acting real wild. It really yeah. will. So yeah, that was that, and I was like, "Whoa, woo-hoo. glad I'm watching this by myself." <laughs> <laughs> no, Issa is sexy. I agree. I could not believe it. Okay, so this is super duper unfortunate. Um, but Mac Miller passed. Away. I still cannot believe it. He passed away. Last Friday, uh, on Friday, um, in his Studio City, California home, uh, from an apparent overdose. He was only 26 years old, and I really never heard anything bad about Mac Miller. Not yeah, one thing. He was one of those people where I'm like, respect, and that's it. Kept it pushing. Ain't have nothing to say. Um, I don't know of any controversies involving him, and I always thought he was chill. Actually, um... I was always shocked that he did, like he wasn't lumped into those uh post like a post Malone or anyone like that. Like he was a white rapper, but he wasn't like the rest of the white rappers. Yeah. And I'm really upset that he tr- he struggled with his depression and his his drug use. I read somewhere that he was like experimenting with angel dust and cocaine. That was just two of the drugs, some types of syrups mm-hmm. and everything else. And it's just terrible. And naturally, people tried to make it as if uh Ariana Grande was at fault for this because they had a long lasting relationship. She hopped out of that relationship and then went into her current one and got engaged. So I'm not going to say a lot of you. If I was in a relationship with somebody and then they hopped out and got engaged, I would be hurt, but I would be like, what the fuck are you confused or something? Yeah. But if you have been on drugs, the whole, your whole relationship and they have been trying to get you off and they move on, I, you know, you got to accept it. Yeah. <laughs> also, I read um, that Max Miller's uh, close friend, Shane Powers, uh, he has a podcast, and he recently praised Ariana um, for all the 
all the help she provided for him while he struggled through his addiction. He said there was no one more ready to go to the wall for him when it came to him being sober. And she was an unbelievably stabilizing force in his life. She was deeply helpful and effective in keeping Max sober and helping him get sober. And she was all about him being healthy, period, in every area of his life. So I'm sure that anybody who knows somebody with uh, an addiction that's just ruining your relationship, you just, this is the thing you fear the most. So naturally, mm-hmm. you got to talk yourself up to leaving them and realizing like, okay, I'm trying my best, but this is my responsibility. But when something like this happens, like you're going to feel like, fuck, like I really couldn't say this person. This is exactly what I thought would happen. Yeah, that's because that's how I felt when, um, because I was like close to this boy. His name was Carl, and he was like my brother. And he, like, started, like, he was posting drugs on, like, Instagram. Yeah, like, on Instagram. Emojis. Yeah, he he would just post, like, all about drugs. And, like, he was just not looking like himself. I saw him, like, in person. He just didn't look like himself because he was just, like, always high and stuff like that. And, like, we kind of, like, drifted apart because, like, I think this was when I was in college. Mm -hmm. And I just was like I just don't want to be involved with it and I don't know what to do like I don't so we drifted apart and he ended up passing away and like I felt like well maybe if I could have because he always listened to me I'm like I could maybe I could have said something to him maybe I could have saved him maybe I could have helped him and stuff like that but it's just like when people are just like battling like addiction and stuff it's just you cannot love them sober yeah it's just that's that. You just can't. And trust me, I've known so many, I've known people in my family who have struggled with drugs for 40 suck fucking years, okay? Yeah, it's a, it's and it's a like a and disease. And also, sometimes it's not even about being an addict. It's about just overdoing it. If Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you could do drugs casually your whole life, be fine. Or you could fucking mess around with drugs every once in a while, but the times you do mess around, just use an absurd amount. Go to sleep. Choke off your own vomit. Yeah. That's all it takes. You could do the same thing if you're drinking. Mm-hmm. So, like, while I talked about how much I do love liquor and stuff, it's important no matter what you do to, one, not use it as a way to clean up whatever you got going on, mental illness, because, uh, again, that's such an easy go-to. Like, when I was feeling my anxiety, the only thing I could think of work is, like, I need a fucking drink or L, sex, something. Like, something. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to run on the gym. Like, I want something to make it go away instantly. So, like, I feel like if we're going to work on our drug problems here in this country, again, we got to work on mental health because as we can see over and over and over and over and over again, they go hand in hand. Anybody in poverty, in poverty, but like you look at the big, let's just say celebrities and the ones who had overdoses, Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse. Uh, Mac Miller, you're going to see that they struggle with mental illness and they were mm-hmm. trying to drown their thoughts. Yep. It's so easy to do, yep. especially when you get really, really dark. Yeah. So it's like, and oh my God. When you have money, it's just like easy yes. access. Yes. And when you start saying, well, damn, money ain't fixed it, nothing will. Yep. I, I don't. That's why I'm trying to work on myself because I know, I feel like money is what's going to fix my problem, but I know that it's not. Yeah. So rest in peace to Mac Miller. Yes. Prayers to his family. Um, some con- some really good news, especially for me as a uh, Meek Mill fan, Philly Philly native. Meek Mill and Drake has squashed the beef. Yeah, it's official. 
the, it's like the men were actually kind of on their best behavior <laughs> this, this past weekend. Um, Guys, they now kiss. Now kiss. Um, so at Drake's <laughs> Boston show. Uh, Why did he save him from, for Philly? This nigga was like, I, I, you know Drake be getting happy when he friends. He's like, uh-uh. like, bring him out. Bring him out. Bro, come out, bro. Bring, brother. <laughs> but yeah, so um, Drake came, Drake allowed Meek Mill to come out during his Boston show. They smacked hands. It's a picture on Instagram. And this is what I like. Drake said, this really gave me peace of mind tonight. Healing and moving forward created one of the most electric and gratifying moments of my career. I love that shit. I love when people can admit that when they weren't talking to somebody, it weighed on them. Yeah. Because that's how I be feeling. When I don't talk to people that I care about or that I was cool with or it's like some type of conflict. They had a song together. I know. And that shit was was banging. And then Meek Mill said cool things about Drake. Mm -hmm. And so it was just really, really weird. He was hurting. And he I, I think he was annoyed that yeah, somebody was, was a, ghostwriting, yeah. quote unquote. That Cause he thought. he, because I, 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 he not ready. Like he is still like a hood nigga. He think niggas is niggas. If you not doing it on your own, then you not doing it. Yeah, you fake as shit. You fake yeah. as fuck. It wasn't his business, but because I'm business. from Philly, he was right. Um, <laughs> And but it was embarrassing. <laughs> Ultimately, it was embarrassing, it was and I'm happy it's over with. Cause I, I had to pretend like it didn't exist for years, Woo! and that was not cool. So now I get to just, <laughs> you know, that shit. People bring that shit up when you like people from other cities. They're like, so how do you feel about Drake and Meek Mill? I'm like, mind your fucking business. That shit made me. I felt like I had to fight so many people. Yeah, because they was like, oh, your man's, and I'm like. As, All right, but who you mean? As a black woman, I just don't need any more, like, battles to fight, you know? But these niggas was really happy to be friends again. I saw a video of them playing ping pong together. Ping pong? That's something you do with your That's buddies. That's a happy-ass sport. You only like, play ping pong with your buddies. Hey. Ping pong? <laughs> these niggas just had one of the biggest rap beefs ever, and they finished it with a game of fucking ping pong. Pong. Love that. Love wow. That. I love that energy. More Play of all that. the ping pong your little heart's desire. More of that. All right. Well, I guess we'll go into, you know, one feud was feud was over, but another feud that we was all speculating <laughs> apparently is true, and it was about to be a girl fight at Fashion Week. Um, So Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, well, Cardi B was trying to fight Nicki Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj ain't want no parts of that. And like, I partly understand, I partly understand, but uh, Cardi thought that someone, uh, that Nicki um, talked about her child because I don't know if this was, this is an alleged happening, but there's this picture floating around where Nicki Minaj, it looks like Nicki Minaj liked a tweet of someone saying yeah. something about Cardi B's uh, mothering, but I also think it was like industry, like t- like stuff that we don't know outside of that. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Because Cardi later said that Nikki's trying to stop her bag and this, that, and the other, and she talking shit to me, trying to ruin my name, fucking taking money out my mouth. It was definitely some shit with me with them. <laughs> they were not friends. Like they never were friends. I did not feel that picture at the Met Gala. I knew that shit wasn't real. <laughs> I'm like, mm, okay, good yeah. for y'all. For because you know. I feel like Cardi, somebody that like once she don't like somebody, she can't. She be like, Ugh. and I feel that because yeah. that's how I am. <laughs> exactly. So you know, Cardi was like, pull up, and she tried to pull up. You know, she got <laughs> clocked in the head by somebody. I'm guessing it was security. What we not gonna do though is try to like uh, 
Nicki Minaj did that. Yeah, and it was not Ra Ali either. Let's and all you that. fucking barbs, dick writing, Ra Ali. Shut Who is the fuck that? Up. Yeah, because first of all, that's corny as shit. You being friends with a bitch that crossed somebody that was supposed to be her friend and spilled her um, ex friend's tea. First of all, it's a lot of bitches that I'm not friends with no more, but I would never do that shit. I would no. never. I mean, I'm not going to unite over, over our hatred towards some, the, a same corny. person. That's, that's childish. Corny. That's some high school shit. Yes. But that's it. y'all queen, right? Take it Fuck from out of here. Take it from one broad shoulder bitch <laughs> to the next <laughs> one, okay, sis? And right, Sit your top heavy it. ass self down, okay? <laughs> You are not going and to you become it. because she paid for your fucking food and missed the child. Why the fuck is she at Fashion Week? I'm sorry. Why are you there? What do you do? Like, and I usually don't say like, what do you do to people? But no, seriously, is she on a reality show? Yeah, that's what it. happened. That's it. Yeah, girl, bye. Sit down somewhere. But anyway, yeah, Cardi got a clocked in the head by somebody, but she threw her shoe in Nicki Minaj. She was viciously trying to get after her. Security wasn't having it. She's escorted out, and Nicki. Minaj, but, but during the whole fight, what was Nicki saying? Right. I'm standing right here, or I'm over here. I'm be honest with you. Mood. If I was trying to fight somebody, that would have triggered the fuck out of me. I'm standing right here. I don't need you there. I need you right here in front of me. Yeah. Because same. that's how we would fight. If you're standing over there and I'm standing over <laughs> here, and security's in between us, and you ain't working as hard to get through the security the as I would. The only reason why they shit. got her is because her dress was so big. But I know she probably would have slid through, just like how I was trying to at Shavardi. Oh, slide <laughs> going through people's legs. People legs. I, now funny. I'm thinking that I'm like, fuck. I should have fucking threw my shoe. <laughs> that's, why, that's Cardi's signature move but okay <laughs> a lot of people are upset because Cardi chose fashion week to do this oh god you're making our people look in front of all these people first of all who still gives a fuck about what white people because think because white right? first of all I've been to fashion week parties first of all not to pipe it that shit is not even all, it's, it's okay one two all the motherfucking White ass crackheads is doing coke in a fucking bathroom. That's ghetto as fuck. And y'all been knew who Cardi was. See, this exactly. is this That's is what y'all think. Y'all think that y'all the the white community, high fashion community, whoever the fuck, y'all think y'all impact is so strong that oh, by inviting this person to our soiree, then all of a sudden. <laughs> This person will become elegant. No, it's the same bitch, just in a dress. Exactly. Okay. And that's so, what the reason that the reason why she came is the reason why y'all fell in love with her. She's not she's not one of those bitches. Like she's gonna still be the same person that she was. And if you either gonna be accept it or it's whatever. She literally said, She gonna do what to who? Let's find out and see. So I don't understand why we're y'all confused. And I know people talk a lot in raps and then they get in person, but she been showed y'all she was not that bitch, okay? Hello. And also, we, we remind you that Nicki Minaj, like if Nicki Minaj said, I don't want to fight in a public space because that's not classy and I'm a classy woman. And she didn't do that thing. Miley, what's good? <laughs> then uh, I would have like totally understood. And but what was that? you have was done the- it in the past where you have showed out in these spaces that were not maybe the most appropriate. And then saying you want to punch Travis Scott in the face? Yeah. So I don't understand. Like, you you yourself can't pick and choose when you want to turn up and who you want to turn up on because the only people I truly see her pop off at so far in person is Taylor Swift and 
Hannah Montana. She ain't had that same. <laughs> she ain't had that same energy for Cardi. She did not have that same energy for Remy Ma. And she said um, on Queen Radio, she said a bunch of stuff. But one of the things being like she doesn't talk about people's children. Two times I can think of where she have mentioned people's children in ways where I personally thought was. Uh, irresponsible. She shouldn't have said shit about Stormy and Stormy being a reason why Travis Scott uh got number one. I'm sorry, and his then she fans says, "Don't give a fuck about his baby." No, come on, now they mostly men. Um, then she said she brought up Stormy name more than once, and then she also says something about like you know Remy Ma getting taken away from her son, you know, over a stack and whatever. That was for like you know a diss track, so I understand. But again, stop saying one thing and your history showing the uh, something else. I don't mind somebody saying, yeah, I talk that rap shit in a song, but bitch, I'm not doing it. She said, my money runs long. My money does this, that, and the other. But you have had several times in the past where you didn't act accordingly. Yeah. So when somebody's giving you the same energy, do it. I'm tired and of y'all also, saying, oh, you grown, you grown. Grown people, fu- this grown bitch right here, she fights, okay? <laughs> so stop saying she grown, same. she grown. And if I don't like you, I feel like you've disrespected me or said something to my child, I might just, like, if I was Cardi, I might not have said nothing. But if I was Nicki Minaj and you said something to me after I already didn't like you, oh, it's fucking on. Like, yeah, I no, already exactly. tried to ignore you and now you saying something to me, I'm not going to say I'm on. I would be so mad. I would, pro- like, and this isn't healthy, but I would probably black the fuck out. Same. Like, if why somebody came at me after, me? if you don't like somebody and they coming at you, I don't see another option other than fighting. And maybe that's the North Philly Yeah, what the fuck? Kids not supposed to, like you said earlier, kids not supposed to fight. Adults not supposed to fight. Who the fuck is fighting? <laughs> yes. If you're not, and if you don't want to fight. fucking Marines. So if you don't want to fight, stay quiet. You don't, Janet, if Janet Jackson said, I don't like fighting, I could understand it. Because Janet exactly. Jackson whispering ass and on like that. And like I said earlier, I know I can't beat everybody, but if anybody wants to fight me for the stuff that I say in a podcast, Girl, you are welcome. How, I mean, and I will take that ass whooping or I'm going to whoop your ass. But you ain't going to run up on me. That's yeah, one thing. No, you are not going to run up on me and I don't give a fuck what I said. <laughs> okay? Yeah, because I be carrying crazy shit in my bag. I pack my lunch. You are not so, going to run up on me yeah. and I be like, you know what? I do deserve to get my ass whipped. Uh-uh, no. You're going to get a run for your money. So if <laughs> no, you're running same. up, run up correct. Especially if we outside on the sidewalks. <laughs> But um yeah, so that Nicki Minaj thing was wild. She went off on Queen and Radio also, about for the record, we are not on nobody's side. No. We I don't know nobody's side. I do understand somebody being upset if you thought if, if they thought their their child was being in a conversation. Who the fuck wouldn't be upset? Mm-hmm. But also understand Nicki Minaj was saying, I don't bitch, I'm not fighting nobody. But Keep the same energy through and through because then even afterwards she went on Queen Radio and started talking about shit she don't know about about this situation this alleged situation with Offset and these strippers and Cardi B being behind them getting beat up. Now there's a chance that that could have happened, but it's all alleged right now. Let- why are you taking part in the gossip? And the gossip is the reason why the fight started between you. And her in the, in the first place, and now you're prolonging it. So what you're saying is if gossip in the industry has some credibility. What she heard about you could be true, too. Okay? So just stop it all together. She want to say that she's not a black woman. She talked about how she called black women roaches. Talked about post, roaches. Postpartum, postpartum depression. Saying, get her some help. She was saying how she was showing out for the culture. And I'm like, Nicki Minaj, I only heard you talk about women's issues when two it, times. When it affects 
her. One, when you ain't get nominated for something, I think it's a fucking VMAs. And two, when you didn't get number one. I mean, yes, you gave scholarships to people, but let me and know. And also, you are what not a- about Paul's nightclub when you were blocking fans? You are not a pioneer for women, and you mm-hmm. definitely don't get the police rather Cardi B is black or not because she said she was, and that's it. You don't get the police there. I know it sounds like it's all on Nikki's side, but she the one fucking talking. We ain't got no quotes from Cardi outside of that one shit she said where you were talking about my kids, so I tried to fuck you up and I don't remember. <laughs> Both of y'all bitches are at the top of the game, and this is why I can't wait for fucking Megan Thee Stallion. I can't wait for fucking Bree Steves, Rico Nasty. I can't wait for fucking, who else? Baby um, Mother. Cupcake, Baby Mother. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Lizzo. Yes. All of them. T- uh, Tierra Whack to just override because they actually have talent. Yes. And, and they actually shit. write their own shit. And so far, they're 30 times less mess- messy. Yep. So. And they actually want to. Sisterhood. Yes. Oh, Malibu Mitch also. Malibu Mitch. They yes. All these up and coming girls that we miss. Fucking Frankenfilm. <laughs> All up a couple girls. All right, so moving on into the sun. Oh, real quick, there was also a rumor that Faith Evans and Mary J. Blige <laughs> were fighting. <laughs> and who the fuck started it? First of all, I thought it was Delich, funny. Delich is, Whoever, Delich Twitter. Who the fuck was bored and said, "Yo, guess what happened in the Hamptons at Diddy party?" I was laughing because Diddy didn't even have a party. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> no, Mary J. Blige said Puffy ain't even have a party that night. She called them Puffy. <laughs> She said, I was in Louisiana filming a movie, but I was shook. I'm like, oh, first of all, I seen seen (laughs) the arms on Mary J. Blige. If somebody fought her. I know she would box in my head. But also, Faith ain't no small girl. So she got some hocks on her, too. That shit would be crazy. Now that, I would like to see. Because Mary J. Blige strong as shit, and Faith Evans just look like a fucking real bitch. So they both got tattoos on their, like, forearms. (laughs) That shit, wild. Wait, was this your forearm? No. This right here. This is not. I thought this, this was your forearm. Oh, this is your forearm. What's this? Like bicep. Show, they got your. Um, yeah. The they both got tattoos on their bicep. So women with tattoos on their bicep or on their boob can fight their asses off. I got mine on my inner arm. Me too. That just means <laughs> I'm edgy. <laughs> Uh, so, so the sunken place. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! This show's gonna go overboard because but y'all know uh, Eric left the room. So it's on like donkey. <laughs> All right. So Serena Williams, aka the greatest athlete alive, fucking queen. Okay, she has just been put through it. Okay, they put through between me be, to the edge, being drug tested more than any other woman. You know that she's playing against uh between not being allowed to wear a suit that nike especially designed for her uh because of blood clots after speaking out this year about going through postpartum depression and just feeling like she can never be a good enough mother uh after she got married this year she made her comeback to tennis this year it has been a huge year for serena williams filled with some sh- just fucking sh- haters just haters 
as well as some really fantastic moments, you know, with, with her husband and all that other stuff. But just throughout her career, you know, Serena has been called a man. Serena has been talked about for the way she looked when she was a kid, her hair, for her dark skin, for being too muscular. She has just had to deal with so much. And does she get quiet? Never. She gets louder. She continues to be a pioneer. She continues to just go forward. But that does not stop people from just dick eating yes. completely and being terrible people so the first person we want to put in a sunken place is carlos ramos which is the fucking cheer umpire who was pretty much accusing her of cheating and like okay serena did get a little bit overexcited and broke her racket but i understood because when an umpire or anybody else called like and i don't get tennis like that so some of these details could be a little bit messed up but from what i'm gathering when somebody is accusing you of being a cheater constantly 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 and you're an athlete that calls your question like that and calls same, your character into question the same umpire accused her sister yeah said, well. said the same thing with venus and this is no disrespect to uh i forget the opponent her name is naomi something I what wanna, is it um Fuck, I cannot remember her name. Okay, Naomi was playing good on her own. This is not to take anything away from her because even though Serena Williams is a Naomi fan- Osaka. Okay, Naomi Osaka, Haitian and Japanese. I remember that. Okay, even though this Serena is a wonderful player, like she's still an athlete, and athletes lose sometimes. So if Naomi was giving it to her, which apparently Naomi's very talented uh, tennis player too, she was just giving wow, it to her. She's twenty. But what you're not going to do is sit up here and accuse her of cheating constantly and pick with her all the time and sit up there and find her and get on her ass about doing things that men do all the time. Like Serena Williams said, one woman got uh, points or, you know, fined for changing her shirt because that's how you fucking disgusting men are. Y'all think everything is sexual. Everything is against the rule. You try to police her body. You're trying to police her emotions, trying to police her words. And my favorite thing from this is uh, Serena told him, I don't cheat. I'd rather lose. Okay. Hello. I don't cheat to win. I'd rather lose. I feel that. I And she has it. lost in the past. This would not be Serena's first time. Lo- I mean, lo- losing is very foreign to her. But it just goes to show me personally that these white people cannot stand. That she, they want her to be a crybaby so bad. The language that they use when they talk about her. They want her to be a crybaby. She's being aggressive. So, she's not even aggressive. She's no, just, Serena Williams is so soft-spoken. I don't understand. It's even just, when she was like quote unquote yelling it still was she not said, and I understand why you thought that but I understand why they might have looked like coaching to you but that wasn't coaching I don't cheat to own win I'd rather lose and she walked away that was cause I would've been like what the fuck you know about bitch ass motherfucker Eric is gonna be so oh, fucking he's mad. gonna lose his mind at you screaming like that. I was scared. I'm like, I'm surprised he didn't run up them steps. Okay, he just told me I was like, but that's how it would be. I'm like, Empire, suck my fucking dick, because that's how <laughs> fucking John Macaron used to talk, and that was his claim to fame. Everybody, fucking icon John Macaron. Oh, he was such a badass. <laughs> he was okay. crazy as fuck. Um. Also, Mark Knight is the uh, cartoonist who drew Serena looking like a fucking beast, stepping, like, breaking her racket. She was, like, big. Her lips were huge. Um, Just 
whatever you know type of blackface you can think of that was that was it not to mention uh the umpire said just let her win and the opponent who was supposed to be Naomi was a one like a white woman with blonde hair so I'm like first of all her opponent was still a woman of color. So there you go, trying to whitewash that. Yes. She's even trying to whitewash Man, the winner. fucking blonde. White blonde here. Second, just let her win. Bitch, don't ever try to pretend like Serena's just winning because people are letting her. She's winning because she's a fucking beast. She's spent her whole life training like this. Yes. Are you kidding me? She's not. Nobody she's letting of tennis. Nobody is letting Serena Williams win. Y'all fucking wish. You delusional fucks. She is not. They being, cannot fucking take it that a black woman is just so flawed. That's why I fucking Maria Sharpova or whatever fucking flop try to get all doped up and still. How the fuck you doped up and still can't beat? Oh my gosh! Oh my God! My I wish Serena Williams like could, I wish I could fight for her. I wish she could play tennis to I ain't never scared by a bone crusher. <laughs> I think that'll be the only way that like I could truly feel like oh fuck. Like, I yes. wish I could physically fight for her. Me too. And that umpire, I would knock the stilts right off that chair. <laughs> Same. Cause he's just like running into it. Cause he fucking look like fucking geriatric. Trick pussy. Yeah, but back to the night guy. Like, you sit over there and you draw that and you thought it was okay. Ain't gonna try to be like, I drew a similar thing of him. It's not... It's not you the same. Drew, he drew her look like with the big lips and it looked just like a Jim Crow drawing. How could you think and that, that was make okay? Making Naomi Osaka um, white to make Serena look even way more crazy because uh, this black woman who you drew looking like a monkey is yelling, and this poor white woman who wasn't even not this non-existent this tennis white, player. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you know what? Y'all hated Michelle Obama. Y'all hate Serena Williams. Like, and th- those, can, those are two examples of two well-behaved So that's why women. fuck respectability politics. Fuck what Nicki Minaj was saying. Oh, I was mortified because you see how these women carry themselves and people still get them shit. So that's why I'm going to act a motherfucking fool everywhere I go. I don't give a fuck. Because yeah. people going to say, no matter what you do, people going to still make you to seem out outrageous, outrageous, aggressive for taking up for yourself. For taking up. Every time you stand up for yourself. And, and you could do it in the most gentle, kindest, nicest voice, mm-hmm. regardless of how you're feeling. People are going to still say, look at this aggressive beast. Like, why is exactly. she? How dare she? And they do it to women, but to black women, it's like jab, jab, jab. It's yep. like 30 times harder. Like, the Michelle Obama and Serena Williams, that's who they're trying. They have always tried to paint that picture of them being aggressive, especially with them being darker skinned women. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck when nobody say, oh, dark skin, I'm going do it. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yeah. Because people view dark skin as masculine for whatever reason. And aggressive. And aggressive. And it's just so tough because I don't. I don't understand why she wouldn't take up for herself if somebody was saying she was a cheater. You let that shit slide and it'll go, it'll, that reputation will follow you. Mm-hmm. It's already following her now that she a crybaby for standing up for herself. Imagine, what, they, they think she a cheater anyway. Imagine yeah. that she just let them say it. Exactly. Like, it's like we can never win. Like, as black women, it's like, well, if you don't say anything, and it's like, oh, well, they gonna look at you like you stupid. Mm-hmm. But then you say something, it's like, oh my gosh, what are you, oh, she's so crazy. Even Ooh, with the Lakita and Yongo, when she tried to say her piece about the Harvey Weinstein, he let everybody say their piece, and then Lupita, who's like, oh, well, actually, 
It's like, okay, what about, I'm sorry, I believe anything and everything Lupita Nyong'o has to say. Same. And I'm sorry, but this woman is educated. This woman is regal. This woman is classy. What's she going to sit up there and say something about your greasy, fat-ass for? Uh, uh, perverted, <laughs> greasy, slimy, nasty, filthy, trifling ass. Like, why would she make that up? Like, why? But, no, Lupita Nyong'o was the one that you tried to say, like, okay, well, that one, you know, no, like, you know, I am a less shitty person because I didn't fuck with the, that dark-skinned one. I just feel like it happens all the time. It drives Is me it? crazy. It drives me wild. It's, we just saw people it. do it to us. I was going to say, Serena is just the most extreme way it can be. But every single day at work, Every single day on the bus, every single day at the market, people are constantly making you seem overly aggressive for I can't even demanding think, very simple I things. I can't even think and bend my eyebrows without people thinking, oh, she's mad. She's, oh, my God. That's why I feel like I have to be overly, you know, excited when I'm at work. It's like, hey, how are you doing? Whatever, because I never want people to exactly. think that I'm like, you know. Rude. And it's like mentally like exhausting. One time one of my um I have was rooming with a white woman, uh, a white girl, and she said to me, like she she broke something or threw something out, something that wasn't a big of a deal. And she said, Oh, don't hit me. And when she said that, after I thought we was cool, that was like so hurtful to me. Cause I was like, okay, we supposed I thought she was really cool. We was getting along really great for weeks. And I was like, mm, there we go. That was it. And every relationship I have with a white person, I wait for, mm, there we go, moment mm-hmm. where I'm like, there, mm, there, this is why we can't be like connected. Mm-hmm. And yes, I have connected with some white friends that are truly genuine for me. But back in my mind, I'm always waiting for that other, like, what is it? I'm waiting for the other boot to drop. I'm waiting for it to be like, yeah, yeah. Like, you say something I to me is insensitive, or to even subconsciously just remind me of where I am in society and things mm-hmm. that I don't get to benefit from, or the easiness. Like sometimes, like I can be around a bunch of white people talking about their hair, and all of a sudden I feel left out because I'm like I don't have this relationship. And if I and I think about what if it was the opposite? What if it was a bunch of black girls talking about their hair and there was a white girl there? That white girl wouldn't be able to contain how uncomfortable she was mm-hmm. yet we have to do it all all the time yep and it's just like people used to do that to me like when I wasn't that's why I never like really I mean as I did start critiquing people's stuff but like with like my scripts when or like when I wrote about a character my character like I want her to be a rock star and rock stars are aggressive and like everybody else in the classroom can have characters that was aggressive but when it came to critique me oh, you need to tone it down a little bit because my main character in my script that I was writing was black and I need to tone it down a bit. She's un- she's not likable. She's not this, like, yep. I don't know if that script was sell because your character is this, that, and the third. And it's like, but my character is a, a fucking rock star. And it's like, that's who... And uh, we don't have to be likable. Exactly. And like, We don't. A, ex- yeah. And like me, I'm somebody that I don't like being fake. I, I don't have a problem with, you know, if somebody called me out on something okay and I don't have a problem calling other people out but when I do it it's like oh my gosh like you're being so aggressive but I, I'm i not gonna be fake like with the bullshit I'm gonna nope. say I'm not I'm gonna say you know how I feel and you're gonna you know either take it or leave it but don't make me feel like I'm like 
oh, I'm just like, hmm, angry me, nigger. Me, me want, me want freedom. Like, no, no, because when I'm not okay woman. Like, you know, even though we, she's, you know, tripping right now, Nahim and I did make some points when she was like, you know, when a woman is being assertive, she's called a bitch. When a man do it, he's a boss. And that's very true. And it's like, it, the, the way I behave, if a fucking white man did it, he fucking Wolf of Wall Street. Hello. Hello. Yeah, that was a that movie was about white privilege. It really was. It was about white male privilege. White straight not even. Yeah, white straight man um male privilege. Yeah. White cis man straight privilege. It was about <laughs> just how they can just climb up because they don't have as many barriers as the rest of us. Exactly. And like for so long I was like scared. Like I never wanted like I was just hold back in a lot of stuff because like I'm a very passionate person and like I never wanted people to think like oh she's aggressive. She's this and the third and that's why I would write like it was um like when I got in college and I was in a predominantly white school, I would write through my characters, like, how I would feel instead of acting up on it. But even my characters couldn't yeah, be... Yeah, you couldn't uh, even be free, to, free there. And fucking fictional black characters couldn't even fucking be. And I just... Um, fuck, I had a really good point, but I forgot it. Mm, 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 mm. But yeah, I'm over it. Let Serena Williams do her thing. Let her be free. Let her be herself and let her be the greatest athlete alive without trying to police her when you have done her fucking wrong. And don't dare draw another cartoon like that. Like, Damn. what the fuck was that even? All right. Now we're moving on in to common senses. Oh my God. I keep feeling like I have to sneeze, but. Okay, I'm good. All right, so we're moving on into common senses, and this week's topic was suggested to us by our lovely, lovely listener slash Sabria's cousin slash my great, great, great friend, Rel. Okay? Yes. Thank so you, So Rel sent us a bunch of ideas, and we are definitely going to be using these because sometimes we hit a wall and just figure, like, what have we kind of, like, not talked about but we should be talking about? And I think this subject is very, very, very important. So he talked to – um he wanted to know what were our thoughts on dating men who – were feminine or just a little bit more fluid when it came to their sexuality. And I'm just going to go ahead and include like men who are bi. I'm going to go ahead and include trans men, uh, the men that people usually put in the other category, like, Oh yeah, we accept them, but we won't date them. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about all of that. And I would def I'm definitely going to say that I enjoy masculinity from this perspective. Okay. People think that masculinity is, being tough, being hateful, being rude, being mean. That's not but even no, natural. No, that's, that's not natural for anyone. And we all need to have a decent mix of masculinity and femininity. Some of us are going to have a little bit more like, than the other. Because, you know, me and Iman, we're both masculine people. I think that's why we both are, like, hung on, like, being logical, like, you know, hung up on, like, getting work, work. Getting it, like, Being you know, organized. Yeah, stuff Making like that. it happen. And, like, because masculinity... It's a characteristic that we all need to succeed. And that's why, I'm sorry, that's where sexism comes from because we give men masculinity because it allows for them to be more successful. And we give women femininity, not because femininity isn't important, but because femininity allows you to care for a family. But femininity also opens you up to a lot, um, to, to be taken advantage of. Yeah. Okay? Yep. So that's why I just, 
don't identify there more. But I'm a very uh, girly person. I like quote unquote girly things. I love makeup. I love pink. I love you know fun. Cause I'm I'm gonna go ahead and consider fun girly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was I love like, milkshakes. <laughs> what, what, what else is girly? Cats. I like <laughs> glitter. Uh, fucking rainbows. Dolphins. Lisa Frank. Uh, halter tops. I love all that shit. So I was like, don't get it confused. I'm very masculine. But when if it, if a man was the same way, that's fine. Let's just say when it came to you, like I always think about Andre 3000. Okay. Yes. Let's say Perfect when it came example. to when it comes to your work and when it comes to your family, you move masculine just like me. But when it comes to your style, if you want to get, if you want to wear acrylic nails, I don't give a fuck. If you want to wear a blonde platinum wig, please, can you get me one to match? <laughs> if you would like to wear a pink overalls, like the little girl in Matilda who got swung by her pigtails, yes. that does not matter to me. As a matter of fact, I embrace it because I'm like, I feel like those are the only people that I can truly connect with. People who have like, like no expectations for how the world works. And that's fine if you don't want to do that. But if I ever met a man that was similar to kind of like a Pharrell or a Frank Ocean. Prince. A pr- fucking, first of all, if Prince was taller, that would have been the one. That would have been the one that sent me. Okay. Hello. Actually, at his height, that would have been the one. Let a nigga come to me with some eyeliner and ruffle feathers. I'm gonna be like, okay, so where can we reproduce that? And what location exactly can we like that nigga really? Because like I, I'm usually more attracted to people who you know have like feminine um, qualities about them because I feel like they would balance me out because sometimes I feel like I'm like you know always trying to because me I feel like I'm always I always have to be like the tough guy like Mm -hmm. in the relationship and I'm always like trying to be like the tough one and thinking logically and I don't let myself like fall you know because I'm like oh no I can't do that like that's not logical that's not this like we need to be moving forward like I think of stuff like as like a business plan yeah Mm -hmm. or like you know building blocks and I feel like somebody that's feminine would help me like you know, kind of calm down with that. Help me like balance that out. Um, but and I just definitely be more understanding. Yeah, of just be more your experiences. And it's something that I definitely would prefer. Um, my only problem is like the feminine. You know, um, if people that I and like usually are attracted to men, and I'm like, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there has been some. There have been some men that I've talked to that were feminine in a way where I didn't feel comfortable with. Though I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be completely transparent about that. Um, it's just, but it was less about just. It was more so about the fact that I wasn't attracted to them. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna own it to that. Like that's it. Yeah. Because I talked to this one guy when I talked to him, Sabrina. I really felt like he was like I was talking to you. And that was cool, but there was no attraction yeah. there. If he was talking to me like you, I don't care if he was like, bitch, I left her on red wig. Like, <laughs> let's say he was talking like that and he was like literally start voguing. If I was attracted to him, nothing he could have done would have made me go against it. And this is why I think finding being like being in a relationship seems like such a foreign concept to me because what I can't deal with is these niggas with these terrible attitudes and this toxic masculinity yes. it makes me sick to my because I was, stomach i forgot what's the name of the documentary it was so fucking good i i, I don't know if it's on netflix anymore but it was a documentary about masculinity feminine femininity um and it was more based on masculinity i think it's called the mask we wear or something like oh, that okay. 
Um, and they were talking about how, like, masculinity is not natural. And, like, when you think about it, um, outside of how I feel like we, even, like, even though we are, mas- you know, like, more masculine, sometimes I feel like some of the stuff I do is not natural. Um, it's because, out of protection. Yeah, it's out of, pro- yep, you got it. It's, it's not natural. I feel like it's out of, like, you know, protection and it's out of like I'm just gonna admit it out of some um what's the word um like internalized sexism maybe um and also like you know growing up around a lot of uh boys and like being um when I was younger like being ostracized by like girls because of how I I was like yeah how I was like kind of like like maybe like tomboyish and like the stuff I um liked and I wasn't like that attractive so being ostracized by girls and seeing like you know some of the stuff they did and I just didn't think that was like logical and then being around boys and seeing stuff and how they got like hurt less and like how they just like you know was just focused on other things yeah. other than like could be dating as funny and as stuff, they to and be. it could be. And I relate because like I love telling jokes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So like even though I am like a masculine person, some a lot of it is you know out of protection. And I'm like you know this isn't like I'm always thinking like if, like I said like I think like a business plan like this has to move forward. Like if we're in a relationship, this has to go this way, this that and the third. And I'm like if you're not being like this, this is not logical. These feelings do not add up. But, but you know what? Honestly. Being with like cis men, that ain't logical either. (laughs) Sure, because I be thinking like what you saying. I'm like, if a lot of men thought like that, I think dating would be easier. But also, um, uh, yeah, I I do I do agree with what you saying how we think. But that's why I think it's hard. It's it's hard for us because we do fuck with men sometimes when it comes to the freedom of just being yourself unapologetically. But when it comes to uh. Dating men are so in robotic mode these mm-hmm. days because of masculinity. I can't relate. Yeah, to them there. I can't relate because that's when the femininity comes. And I'm like, oh, the balances. Because I think we have the a balance. Health, is yeah, because we is. have yeah. a healthy balance, and also we don't have that that stigma where it's bad to be. I mean, even though we do get shit from being, you know masculine but um we don't have that shame uh it's just for me i know i have some internal shame with femininity because i'm like i don't want to ever seem like weak or i don't know what i'm talking about like stuff like that but the documentary was so fucking good and it was talking about how masculinity is not natural because of like how like you um like if you want to, like, it's, like, basically follow the leader. Like, masculinity yeah. is, like, oh, this person do something. I'm going to follow. And it's just, like. And they scared to death to fall out of line. Exactly. So, it's not, like, it was saying that basically masculinity is just not, it's not natural. No. And you know what? I think with, um, when people assume roles without any room for, in, like, uh, any type of inner any room for the roles to intersect is really dangerous because, mm-hmm. all right, everybody going to have roles in their relationship and it has nothing to do with gender. It just has to do with how your household works. Mm-hmm. But if somebody is dead set on being, quote, 100% masculine and somebody is dead set on being 100% feminine, there's a lot of uh, hidden responsibilities and stresses that falls on each person. For example, like a lot of women have a lot of hidden uh, responsibilities when it comes to their children and their families that men don't know about because they 
they figure their job is just to do that much, you know? So a lot of men, like, for example, in my household, my dad did a lot for me, and he always talks about how, you know, I raised you, but I think about a lot of things he didn't have to deal with that my mom did have to deal with, Mm -hmm. like when I got sick, on field trips, lunch, uh, when you got your period, when I got my period, which uh, bubble bath I liked, which... Oh, was it Tide that broke her out? Or was it... Because, you know, I broke out a lot of shit. <laughs> oh, she liked Teen Spirit? Oh, no, she don't like that color. Now, I got to clean her room color. All my dad had to think about was, is she okay? Does she need new sneakers? Here's her child support. I get her on the weekends. I talk to her and I give her motivational speeches. But there are a lot of little things that you have to worry about. But then it's the opposite for when a man is trying to take care of the whole family financially. That can weigh and loom over his head and he may not be as honest about finances. And, stuff. and that's why gender roles suck and y'all go and y'all spend all this money on education just to be dumb fucks and fall right in line. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I'm not going to do that. I have the education. I'm trying to get, I don't have the worldly experience right now, but I'm trying to get it. I try to talk to people and understand them. And if I like somebody, I'm not going to cheat myself and be like, oh, you not, you, uh, you don't wear um, masculine jeans, and you don't listen to fucking Meek Mill, and you not on the corner in a riding a Buick. Like, I'm not gonna cheat myself of happiness for the rest of these niggas who just don't care about how I feel. Like, not to put too much of my business out there, but recently I was with somebody and I could not sleep. Because I'm like, I don't really fuck with you like that. You know what I mean? Like, you could be as cool as you want to be, but if I don't fuck with you like that, I don't want to lay next to somebody for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. because I was trying to keep keep up with whatever society said. I'd rather lay in front of a nigga with matching pink robes on or whatever the fuck else we decide to do that's feminine and unconventional and bake with you and have the same responsibilities and split the fucking bills and just ha- just be on my level and that's all I ask yeah cause like in my house I didn't grow up with cause like my dad did all the cooking mm-hmm. all the cleaning yes your dad can cook like, his ass off yeah and like I just was like and whenever, you know, my mom would cook, like, it, they just took turns. So, like, I didn't grow up. They both up. worked. Yeah, they both worked. And, I I mean, the only time my mom didn't work is when I was, like, oh, starting yeah. school. Mm-hmm. She, um, when I was, like, when I turned five um, and went to kindergarten, that's when she, like, started working. Because she took off until, like, when I was born until I was four. But I never grew up with that kind of stuff. So, like, when niggas be, like, saying stuff like... Because I like cooking for everybody. If anybody yeah. know me, I like cooking for everybody. Exactly. So, when, like, niggas say stuff to me like, oh, you going to cook? For, this and third it just turns you off. It's a turn on because I'm like, I ain't grow up with that kind of stuff. And I'm like, that shit weird to me. Like, mm-hmm. and to, for somebody to think that just because they're a little man or whatever, that they, like, could just sit down and not do anything. I'm like, because, like... Um, I remember, uh, Cardi B's greatest album, Gangster Bitch, Volume 1. And she was like, I don't know why you don't like me. I'm a hoe. I don't cook. I don't clean. And that's how I feel. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I cook. Um, I clean my shit. I clean my shit. But I'm like, I'm not that Susie Homemaker bitch. Like, no, I'm, I'm not. not. So if you want that, like. I will go into some mass hysteria because <laughs> I'm not I'm not with it. I'm a busy bot T. Exactly. Okay. Like, I don't believe in having nannies, but a housekeeper, 
definitely yeah, probably definitely. wear that on deck because I need, I, oh, I, need, I that. need that though I need yeah, that I'll be worried about it going in my room because I like my privacy but I'll be like fuck it she needs to be there I'm gonna lock my social security <laughs> card up and let her in my room because she I need, know me I, yeah, I, same when, it's like I don't mind and I need, when I'm free. I need somebody to be like you need to throw this away okay or I need somebody to keep or me throw it away for me I need somebody to keep me embarrassed and be yep, like oh exactly. wow you still got that same cardigan on that same <laughs> chair it's been a month, sis. <laughs> yeah, I need that. So I will definitely have homemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but all that other shit, like I'm just not that bitch. So yeah. it don't. I haven't always been like this. It definitely took some growth and a lot of unlearning yeah, and for relearning sure. to get there. And I still feel like sometimes my I'm trying to decide my own expectations. And that was another, since we're talking about anxiety, this show, another big cause of my anxiety is just like feeling very uncomfortable with dating because I'm not comfortable with someone paying for everything. But I'm also uncomfortable with dating someone who doesn't offer because I come from a dad who's like, Okay, you can be as hardworking as you want, but I do not believe in you touching that bag. So, you know what I mean? So, I I have to, like, you know, balance that out. And I still don't know where I stand with stuff like that because, you know, again, what's going to work in my relationship will work in my relationship. But when it comes to style, I just want the person I'm with to be happy. And, like, I just want to say, like, shout out to my friend uh, Brian because he took our pictures and stuff. Because Mm -hmm. that was the first, I think... A man, like straight man in my life, that was just not didn't give a fuck about who thought what was quote unquote gay. Like he just didn't care if y'all thought, oh, I'm about to wear these skinny pants and this leopard print fur coat. If you think it's weird, you boring. Like you probably can't dress up in the first place. Exactly. He listens. He gives women artists the same respect as he gives men. He was listening to SZA before me. Yep. Um. He just has always been into his space and decor and, like, painting. And the first person I felt comfortable with, because I'm like, oh, I can talk about real shit with you. Like, the fucking and weather. And he actually cares like, about the way his house looks, unlike these other niggas. Oh, my God. Yeah, sheets always smell like fabric softener. BC unique. Follow him because he be taking pictures at concerts and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But it's just, like, shout out to people, to men like that, where you can just talk to them, like, I don't know, a human being. Like, y'all niggas be dirty as fuck. Fuck yellow ass mattresses. No character to the room. Like I remember when I walked white through, ass walls. Oh my gosh! Fucking what's those roll up? Uh, what y'all be rolling y'all weed in? What's it called? What's the paper? Blunt. Yeah, what's the blunt? The name of it? Um, backwood. Yeah, like I thought it was blackwood. Backwood. Oh, backwood wrappers <laughs> and shit on your dresser. No water when you come in. <laughs> you talk about Eric. <laughs> Oh shit! No, I'm not talking about Eric. Eric usually be having <laughs> Eric be having water for us typically. It's just he's so happy he didn't have water for us during the hottest weeks of the summer. <laughs> but um, yeah, Eric be having waters, and Eric's exactly. house is actually quite nice. It's yeah. very like Urban Outfitters ish. Um, <laughs> True. Yeah, just you niggas, y'all be like, I'm I'm straight, and like you be boring. It be like, hell. yeah, I could tell by the fucking dookie crevices <laughs> on your fucking drawers. Yeah, boring. If that's what masculinity is. You can fucking keep, keep it. it. Give me a feminine nigga, okay? That I don't fucking care. care about his fucking nails. His skincare. Because best believe, like, uh, it's about mask up in yes, here. Yes, because y'all niggas' skin be blotchy as fuck. Your nails be dirty as fuck and then try sticking in somebody coochie. Ew. I'm fuck. Pay for my antibiotics. You know, <laughs> stick that fucking nasty ass finger 
like coochie. Like you, you not- always. We was doing good. We was doing good until you just took it dark. Oh my god. Because I'm like, all right, I could get a fucking UTI. Yeah, that fucking linty lit- ass finger, <laughs> yeasty ass fingers you got. Just keep it to yourself. Like, oh god, all them foreign fucking <laughs> cultures and and yeah. Yes, my OBGYN told us on wise fucking couch lint in your coochie cultures. <laughs> well, wise backward uh, <laughs> because I was fucking with masculine ass nigga. Yes, dirty asses. Wash your asses and mind your business. Anyway, uh, but I don't care about anyone as far as stuff like that because I, I just I, I want, prefer it honestly. I prefer it like I honestly like mom dad and your dad say it all the time like oh well, you expecting all this you must be you must be gonna be dating a gay man I'm like ideally <laughs> truly ideally everybody <laughs> people no one respects me um no one respects me or protects me more than black women other women and gay men yes yeah, so. okay so you can say whatever you want but th- those are the people in my life who am I obviously outside of the men in my family who respect and protect me yeah so, so when i get a man he gonna be doing whatever he wants <laughs> and i'm not gonna care and i'm not gonna be like mm. same thing goes for Just like give me my baby yeah trans or or help me adopt one one yeah. or the other but yeah same thing goes for trans and bi men like i really mm-hmm. i'm not holding it against you and i it took me a while to get there especially when it came to like bi men because we grew up with the idea like if a man sleep with a man <laughs> He ain't he okay. But how you gonna tell somebody how they feel? Like if he say you're trash, I tell you that boy. If you a cheater, you a cheater. Exactly. And, okay, and that's just it. If you can't stick with one, like end up like you, you make it like just because someone is bi, like they really can't be sure about anything. <laughs> like they are sure. They are yeah. sure. If somebody is a cheater, they're a cheater. It's not gonna make me feel better with who you cheat on me with. Just be committed completely, exactly. and I'm over it. Like I don't give a fuck what nobody thinks. If, and nobody's cheating more than straight people. And if women are like, mm, I'm sorry, I can't be in no bi men. It's like, okay, well, stay with your unhappy ass nigga. Then. Like I don't know what to <laughs> tell you. To say. Stay until you're getting cheated on by uh, Lashandre <laughs> L- or whoever the fuck else. Yeah, and y'all sharing coochie cultures. Yeah, and you sitting up there missing out. Like, go ahead, have fun. But yeah, thank you, Ralph, for the question. I hope we answered it. Y'all, please send us um, more topics. We love it. We love it. We love it. We love it. He sent us more stuff. He sent us more stuff. And also, our friend Jerome sent us some stuff. And we just, uh, we have it all queued up and ready to go. Just so we have some nice variety going for you guys. So that is it for this week's show. Um, Shout out to everyone who has just been sending me messages about Mm -hmm. who needs to be in a sunken place. About Mm -hmm. 90% of you said Nicki Minaj this week. Um, But you know what? She lives there these days and we're not going to do her like that we ain't going to put in there every week because some like you said she be having some points she be having um, some points and just shout out to everybody in general that be you know <laughs> liking us and supporting us mm-hmm. and don't forget to follow us on Instagram um, yep. at yep on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch, on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Iman Mate and Sabria at it's Frankenfem on Instagram and Frankenfem underscore on Twitter. Yep. I, I, yep. Okay, and yep. also, do not yep. forget, yep. do not forget to uh, <laughs> like and subscribe. Not like, just subscribe, leave us reviews. And leave us some comments, help other people find us, how we're growing. Like, oh my God, I checked in on our listens like this week and I'm like, wow, we really doing good out here. Yeah. Like, yeah. people really be finding yeah. us. Let us know how yeah. you find us so we can do yeah. more of that too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow, yeah. you really fucking it up over there. <laughs> She's like really rocking, dancing, hip swinging. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, we're going to go get us some sleep. Yes. Have a good one. Bye. Peace.